What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode 237. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And I'm here with Adam. And this week we watch Lamb. Lamb. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, at the end, I mean, how great would it have been when this movie cut off if it played Cyanide's Beach, uh, Man or Animal? <laughs> that would have been fucking random as hell. Uh, I mean, it's a twenty-four, yeah, right? You you need to know that going in. Yeah, you, so you Probably should know one what of the weirdest expect. movies they. I mean, it's well, it's almost like they're parroting themselves and all. Yeah, right. But lots, I mean, lots of staring. Yeah, not a lot of dialogue. Felt almost to an extent like a silent film. To to an extent, you know. Granted, um, granted, they did a good job of of implying things. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and that's one thing that I really enjoyed about it, where it's like they didn't tell you jack fucking shit. You don't know, dick, dude. You were just there in it, and they never questioned it. No, not at all. How oh, they were able to make an open field and a mountain seem like I got claustrophobic, yes. like midway. Yeah. Well, they were like so well, secluded. Yeah. There's just nothing out there. Like, that's it. Them. How, uh, how good was the tension building on this shit, though, for real? Yeah. I mean, it was an hour and 40 minutes <laughs> of just straight tension building. And you know, like, and that's the thing. Like, you know, something's going to happen. You know that some shit's going to pop off. Yeah. You just don't know what the fuck it is, where it's going to come yeah. from, who it is. Like, you know nothing. Well, you hear the Ram Man uh, breathing at the beginning. Yeah. I, let's let's give a little round of applause for the acting from the sheep at the beginning. Oh, yeah. There, huh? The way they were looking around. Uh-huh. And I was like, are those yeah. CGI? Because they're like cooperated. The dog did a good job. But you when they were all horses. trying to get out of that thing. Yeah. I was like, something's in there. And then yeah. later on, you, you get a glimpse of it in the the Adah's eye. You yeah. can see it standing there. And I'm like, okay, that's a a, a man's body with a ram head. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah. But I didn't know what it, what it was mad about yet. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. We didn't know at all what it was mad about, you know? But... It they did, did, a, it did. They, they did a really good job with the uh with the couple. Yes. Um the way they just really drove it in that like a whole lot of nothing was happening with them. Yeah. Cause like when well, they're sitting at when they're sitting at the table eating, yeah, and dude's just like they time figured travel. out time travel. And she's like, Oh. Uh okay. Like, well if you go forward, <laughs> I guess you could go backwards. And that's our yeah. first little hint at yeah. you know, losing a child. Yeah. And, and they never and they tell it. you how that happened. No. Never. No. Don't need to know. I mean, really, no. you know? But most movies, but yeah. that would have been a whole 20-minute segment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they really, I mean, they left it so open. Like, everything was just so kind of open, and there was no information. Nothing. Like, you know, what world does this exist in? I don't know. 
you know, like what, what the fuck is happening? I don't, nobody knows. And they just kind of, they put you in this like moment in time with these people, like after they have suffered this incredible loss, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, you can tell like they're fed up with each other. Like, you know what I mean? They both kind of blame each other, but they don't come out and say that they blame each other, you know, but you can kind of tell. Yeah, yeah. The they'd be drudgings. Yeah. Well, like I almost, I wouldn't go so far as to say they were, they were, they held anything against each other. They were just maybe that that phase came and went because it just seemed like they were just in this motion, just running through the motions every day. All right, let's tend to the sheep. Let's yeah. the paint the house. Let's, yeah. And then they get a couple. No, because I like it was like midsummer. Yeah, (laughs) sun's still out. What the fuck? He needs to put some shit on them windows. Yeah, right. (laughs) No, fuck no, dude. There's no fucking way. Yeah, but uh, you know, and then they bring like Peter shows up, which is you know Ingvar's brother. Uh, You know, shows you what happens actually when. Ramstein gets the end of that road and do host. Dude, how strange was that scene? They pull up in a car. The girl gets out, hands someone else the keys, throws a cell phone. They open the trunk, get him out, push him aside. They all get back in and leave. Yeah. And it's like, just what like, the fuck's... Okay. I'm guessing what? that, like, either... Well, she made a little comment. She's like, "Oh, he doesn't owe people. Don't understand him. He's misunderstood. He doesn't owe people money this time." Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's a druggie, you know, or like something. He's a gambler. I don't know what his deal is. They don't really go into it. Nah. But he's well, he's kind of. They also they they also go as far as to show you that he has had. Well, and of course, this is debatable. But he went on to have a more successful, yeah. Would you call it that? He got a out more successful fixed. life than the brother. Yeah. While the brother had stability, he had you know fame. Yeah. yeah. And what do y'all so, think? Him and the chick had def- they definitely did something together back in the day, right? Uh I think that's I why like he was, kept trying because he because something I, I think like something it was had happened enough. I felt like it was implied enough that it had to. But she was like, no, I don't want to do that, you know? Yeah. He was like, I I knew as soon as they started drinking that that's when the shit was going to hit the fan. Yeah. That's how it always happens, man. But I was like, we're going to end up in a threesome here, you know? Yeah. What's going to happen? In a way, this this movie, and I know a lot of other films do it, but... it's the first one that comes to mind. This movie almost mirrored the same two beats as uh, uh, The Lighthouse. Mm -hmm. In that, like, you know, something happens earlier in the film that that comes right around the bottom in the ass at the end. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, Where you had had, uh, Pattinson's... uh, bird kill coming back to you know yeah. him being pecked clean by the birds you know you got luck. the yeah and you know so we had the woman you know shooting the sheep mother well, still which, that baby. was weird 
That was that weird. was weird. Whenever she yelled at it, go away. Yeah. And that sheep was looking at her like, bitch, I ought to fucking, you know? Yeah. Bitch. Get you with his horn. What about that scene yeah. where it shows all the, the ram? Um, and you can tell they're like out in the mountain somewhere. They're not in the, the barn. And it's, yeah, the, the thing where it was on its chest moving. And yeah. I was like, that's yeah. fucking weird. She knew. It's like if there could have been an Icelandic Mari, that sheet would have been like, look at that baby. Look at its face. Look at its face. God damn it. Which, it's a weird take on the whole woman going crazy from not having babies, so I'm going to take your baby. Yeah, and kill yeah. you. Yeah. But I mean... Bad lieutenant decision number one. Yeah. So he had to make it even, right? Yeah, eye for an eye, man. I, I had to laugh. I, I don't know why. But when when it cut to it, I just remember being like, "What?" And then I just then he fires the second shot, and I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" Well, it's no more ridiculous than the baby with the fucking sheep's head. Well, yeah. well you know, but well, you just didn't expect it's that. It's not even like well, it's not it's not because of what it is. It's because it's also in that same moment the same thing probably happened to a lot of other people who watched this movie. You spent the past hour and a half having all these crazy theories what could it be and it just it'd be something more literal yeah well at first my yeah. main thing when the brother shows up i thought the when he was like it's a fucking animal i thought yeah. that the way they were seeing it you know was like okay it's a kid but to him it but just it looked like a actually, normal sheep yeah yeah that's what i thought he was seeing and then i was like yeah. oh, okay i'm wrong well, he's in here he's fucking riding in a tractor with it that was weird. I was like, does he like it? Does he hate it? And then next thing well, you he know, he a, likes it. Yeah. He's fucking holding it. He has a change of heart. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I'd hang out with it. I'd have questions, I, though. Whenever the, when the, when the dad uh, was in the trailer or the tractor. Crying? And he, yeah, I was like, dude, like, whenever that happened, I was like, what if that huffing and puffing was just him drunk as fuck? Yeah. And this is just some weird. He banged the sheep. He fucked the sheep. Yeah. You know, like, I I, I mean, I figured, I figured that's what it was going to be because it's like he was crying like, oh, I fucked up, dude. Well, it made me wonder if that's how it all kind of started. Like, you know, Cause they the can't make man, it... I mean, he was way older than anything that was going on there. So, like. A long time, like let's just say a hundred years ago, did some farmer bang a sheep and get one pregnant, and then it just went on from there? Like, we are the sheep people. Yeah, the sheeple. <laughs> the sheeple. The beautiful sheeple. But I'm guessing, like, so in their little world that they live in, so I'm, you know, I'm guessing they're in Iceland, so I'm sure yeah. they have some kind of like lore, you know, mythological creature there that's ram, you know, like a yeah. ram man. So when it came yeah. out and looked like that, they was like, oh, okay, yeah, we got those here. We've heard about right. those. Yeah, I wonder if there's some if there's some sort of something that we like we don't pick up on their lore, like something that we don't know. Because I feel like it was one of those things where I feel like people who watched it maybe in that country were like, oh, shit, it's okay. That. Yeah. Well, it's like the guy that wrote it. 
Or is it just a, a body horror creature feature? What's you know? that uh, movie he's doing? The Nor uh, the Northman. Wacken. The Northsman. So yeah. he's got a bunch that of Robert... books and stories like that. Yeah, that it's the new Robert Eggers film that's got you know, um, it's got a fucking Anya Taylor Joy. It's got an all star cast yeah. on it. One of the Scars Guards, of course, is going to be in it. Um, Can't make a movie without see. one of those. Yeah. Let's see. Anya Taylor-Joy, Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe, Ralph Ennison. I can't ever pronounce that dude's last name. But uh, anyway, the guy that wrote it, his name is, it's Robert Eggers, of course, and Sjorn. S-J-O-R, or S-J-O-N. Sjorn, Sjorn, I don't know. But it seems like, the, you know, the guy that did Lamb was a first-time director. He worked in special effects for, like, The Tomorrow War, Road One. Yeah, he, he did some, you know, camera work and some cinematography for some films and things like that. So it's kind of a natural progression to him. And it seems like it's it seems like it's a very personal story. Yeah, because he's Norwegian, too, or, or whatever. Like, Yeah. And it seems like, to me, that, like, possibly either a this is something that he has gone through himself or he knows someone that has gone through this and he's like okay well how can we make it an a24 movie (laughs) well i mean how how can we make it a little bit more like over the top yeah I, i guess you would say over the top but not really because like at the end of the day, it's it, okay. It's a lamb. It's it's a it's a kid with a lamb head and a lamb arm, and that's it. You know, but it's the idea. It wouldn't be any different if these people found a baby yeah, in a field, stole somebody's baby. You know what I mean? And killed yeah, the exactly. When it tried to come back and yeah. get it. Exactly. It's just the it's idea a of like telling that story. Yeah, and I think the idea, of course, of having the. Um, you know, the goat man or whatever showing up at the end is the the idea that, like, we're all animals. Like, he's saying that the, the, the kid was an animal. Message. It's like, no, but, yeah, but yeah. we're all a- animals at the end of the day, you know, and we all have that same, like, in the animal kingdom, the majority of, like, animals have the same, like, motherly instincts. There's There's some exceptions, of course, to that rule. Just like there's some shitty fucking parents that are like, I'm going to abandon my baby in a dumpster. Yeah. You know, like, you know what I mean? So you you have those exceptions there in that situation, but like, it felt very personal and it was represented very personal. Yeah. Like I, I took it as something that was like very personal to whoever, you know, the writer, the director, and, and, and I really enjoyed that about it. <clears throat> so it felt like an A24 film but it also felt like something that could have easily been just marked up as just your average, like almost Hallmark esque drama. Yeah. But yeah. them adding that extra layer yeah, of like, twist well, to is, it. yeah, it's a lamb baby. Well, the ram you know? man, it's ram. Cause uh, the, the male sheep, that's a ram. Yeah. yeah. It's a ram, not a goat. My bad. I've seen goats. But, uh, look like that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. It was kind of different, you know. It was a twenty-four as fuck, of course. But at the end of the day, like the movie got its point across in a way that, like, 
you're never going to forget it. No. Oh, no. And, and that, that to me is the most amazing thing that they were able to accomplish with this film. It's like, this is a drama about loss and coping with loss and the extent that people are willing to go in order to try to not only cope with loss, but also like, you know, get that feeling of happiness back. Every Lifetime movie that's ever been really, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I've seen a thousand Hallmark Christmas movies, They're but you know what same. movie? <laughs> yeah. But you know what movie I remember? I remember fucking Christmas vacation, yeah. you know, like, just like I've seen this movie a thousand times, but I'm never going to forget this version of this movie. Well, you know, when it gets to the end and people see that they're like, that's fucked up. And it's like, yeah, but that's exactly what that's she did. That's us. Yeah, that's us. It's no different than what she did earlier. Yeah. That sheep was over there, like, coming to the window. I'm like, get my baby back, bitch. Yeah. I want my baby back, yeah. baby back, baby back. So I really enjoyed it. And I know that, like, this isn't going to be everybody's cup of tea. And I know that. A lot of people are like, what the fuck? There's a lot of videos. It's like the ending of Lamb Explained. And it's like, What's do you really explained? need an explanation? Yeah, exactly. Right. We're all animals. We're all fucked up. And we're all guilty. We're all guilty of being like this in some capacity, you know? What happens, Depression man, when... channeled into nihilism. We Yay. Like, he missed it lifestyle, <laughs> you know? Yeah. He's taking her back to his log cabin. I was, I was that, after that. I was like, "Bitch, follow him. I want to see if there's a whole crew of them out there." You know? I know, right? Yeah. And that motherfucker was walking around with a knee thumper, dude. When he turned around, yeah, he had a wang dangly smacking his leg. I was like, he just walking around naked. He don't give a fuck. Yeah. Take that motherfucker's fucking, clothes, you know? Yeah, king of the fucking mountain, you know. But. I didn't want the guy, really, to die, though. He was real nice. Yeah. I mean, I thought that, and the characters were very relatable, you know, even Peter. Yeah. And it's fucked up that Peter is supposed to be like the one that the audience fucked can relate up. to the most. Yeah. He's like, Black it's a fucking animal. family. Yeah. yeah dude, when he walked to there, he's like, what the fuck is going on here? And he's like, this is what happiness looks like. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> now I would have been Maybe. like, bro, we need to call the news. Yeah, you know, it cuts. Yeah. no, it cuts to cuts to Matthew McConaughey. You can't pick your family. It yeah. shows him looking at his. They need to take that clip of the Ram standing there at the end, and it cuts mm -hmm. back to Matthew McConaughey. And he's in that car, and he's like, "Oh, Cyrus," you know, twiddling <laughs> his fingers. You know, why do I drive a Lincoln? You have to ask Osiris. I'm calling that dude Cyrus. Ram man. Rammer man. Rammer animal. Rammer ram animal. I loved it, man. I thought that it was a great film. And the fucking cinematography, the camera work, like the color. The way that, yes, the color, the way that they framed the scenes and everything. Like it felt, it really felt like you were on a different planet when you were watching it because. Like you said, you felt so claustrophobic, the fact that they're living in the, like basically this giant valley that's surrounded by fucking mountains. You know what I mean? Like, 
what they were able to do with that and then also make it feel like it was otherworldly and also like this mysticism that it gives it as well where like and it plays into the lamb thing the kid it plays into the fucking ram man it plays into all that shit it's like no like that's part of our world you know what i mean so that was uh some straight up live births at the beginning too y'all I've seen oh, them pull baby goats out. Yeah. Cows and shit. That was real. They getting their hands dirty. Yeah. But um I give it a full star. Yeah, man, I liked it. I had I, I, I was sitting there the whole time like kind of you know, now now when I watch it I know. But that whole time I was like, What is fuck is happening? Yeah. Like is he going to kill it? Are they going to, like, all these dreams everybody's having? And they kept having dreams that they were going to lose the kid, lose the kid. Yeah. It's almost like they knew. I don't even think the dad knew that she killed the goat or the, the sheep. Yeah, I don't I don't think he, he was asleep either. and she was like, Ada. I came You'll in last night calling my dog out. Ada. Ada. She's Could you imagine your sideways? dog with a baby body in its head? I would fucking uh, call the damn hospital. Know. Somebody like the cops, like yeah, I've got to come look at this yeah. thing. Yeah, I'm like, I'm calling internet famous. Sure. Yeah, come here, dab it. You know, a dog needs a fucking TikTok <laughs> <laughs> for real, dude. I love it. and. I think I want to watch it again now that I know what's going to happen. And now that like the tension building is all of course going to be there, but it's not going to be as bad because you know when it's going to happen and what's going to happen. And that way I think that there's more, you know, things to pick up on, but this is a a good a 24 film, but it's not something that I'll probably revisit very often because like the shock of the film is the fact that there's a Ram man that shoots a human and takes the baby. As he's like trying that. to pull its little paw back, it's like, uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. And once you see that, you can't unsee it, you know? So. Yeah. I think, I'm really glad y'all both gave it a full star because it does need to have a star for sure. And I, I believe it is absolutely a two star. And normally these films are right up my alley. Um, I like the oddity of it. I like how they take, you know, really outlandish ideas and try to convey some sort of deeper message to it. Those are always entertaining to watch. But for some of the but for the reasons you said, Griffin, like near the end, you know, once once that reveal happens, there's no undoing it. Yeah. And that's the experience of the movie. Um that coupled with the fact that because of what kind of movie it is uh, a lot of people probably are going to be like what did I just watch yeah and I think because of that it needs to be two and a half yeah because it's definitely it's definitely a filter movie yeah I feel like I could put uh, this on to run somebody off absolutely yeah, yeah. or if they um, hang out I'm like alright you're alright but but it takes it, but but my my half star doesn't doesn't come with the criticism of the film. Because 
all the positives that you guys gave on it, I totally agree. There are shots in this movie that are gorgeous. Like, there's this one particular shot, doesn't have any characters in it or whatever, but it's just the scenic shot where it's ground level and you see that stream yeah. in the mountains off in the you know distance and stuff. Yeah, just little shots like that made the movie artistically amazing for me. Yeah, and and yeah, I didn't I didn't dislike the film. Uh, I think I would probably I would recommend more films like this that have more of a humorous edge to it first before they jump into something like this. If getting into the weird shits like your thing, if if for, if if people are just now getting into that part of their movie journey, yeah, um, I would say pump the brakes on Lamb. There's a few other films you should probably not back before this one because this one's probably not that palatable for some viewers, especially a lot of general uh, American audiences, right. Uh, and for that, I give it a half star, but it doesn't take away from the fact that I did enjoy it and it had a lot of really good things going for it. There's absolutely a, a reason when you watch the movie, why it won, uh, some of the cans, uh, awards. Yeah. Um, another thing too, didn't realize that the, the main woman in the film, she, uh, yeah. And Dragon she tattoo. was the, uh, the the foreign versions of the girl with the dragon tattoo films yeah yeah i think she was in the other ones too right i think so. yeah i think you're yeah. right yeah she was she a carryover yeah yeah i've um, seen the 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 foreign version they had them on netflix for a while and i watched those back when they had them on and uh but yeah man i'm glad i watched it though i wanted to watch it she's got some range yeah, like from does. that to she was in Prometheus, yeah. This like which I, I believe she's a very she's a very big star from her home country for yeah, I sure. Think so. Like yeah. she's a she's a big deal actress for for her nation. I I really liked the, the performance that both of the males gave in it. Yeah. Um, especially Ingvar, like the husband. Yeah. Like he is just. He's a good old boy. Yeah. You know what I'm at the end of the day, like and I can reckon you know, I, I find similarities and and you know, things in common with both of these characters because you know, growing up where we grew up and like, you know, we didn't deal with sheep, you know, we no, dealt but with with cows, but well, like get up in the morning, there's yeah. shit to do. Yeah. I'll get some eggs. And yeah. then I also recognize the other brother, uh, Peter, because like musician, yeah, wants to create. He's you know, you know what I mean, like city, yeah. And it's like I, I get both, you know, both, both of the brothers, and I think that they both did a fantastic job. And like, <clears throat> it's kind of like me and my brothers, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I have my own interests, I have my own things that I like. They have their own interests, they have their own things that they like, like. We look alike. We both know how to do a lot of, you know, we all three know how to do a lot of the same stuff, all this kind of stuff. But like, if you knew me yeah, and you knew my brothers and you didn't know we were related, you might not think that we're brothers. Yeah. Cause because you like broke off into the music and well, it's like, yeah, well, well, it's like they, it's like they managed to find a way to have 
out of the three main leads, you know you've come in contact with one person like that in your life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. If not several, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it felt real. Like these characters felt real. Yeah. Um, especially for a foreign film. And I know that that sounds kind of weird and maybe kind of fucked up, but like, you know, in foreign films, it's sometimes hard for American audiences to relate to those people because like the cultural differences are so great. I didn't feel that way at all. Well, I I would say, I would say what adds to that man is the fact that it's not dubbed. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You know, being able, being able to, being able to hear these people talk to each other and just read what they're saying, whatever, like, you know, the natural foreign film route for, for, you know, any angle that you take in, you know, you want to, you'd, it's, it's better off no matter what side of the, the pond you're on, uh, whichever film, you know, there's something lost whenever for Western audiences, they get the voice actor to come in and dub over it. Something always gets lost in that. Yeah, the emotion's not there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that definitely reference. Uh, and I and I think mm-hmm. that definitely added to. Oh, I heard terrible things about the the dub is hilarious. It almost makes it a comedy. <laughs> really, Jesus, some of the acting. But I think something else that makes this realistic. So, like the scene, like where they're at the table eating, dude. Yeah, they may not even say anything. Yeah, like that's kind of you know sometimes that like let's say like Tarantino's doing a table scene. There's fucking thirteen pages of dialogue. You gotta yeah. feel it, you yeah. know. That's yeah. not real life. No. You know sometimes when you're sitting there, you're just there. Nobody's talking. Yeah. And a lot of well, people they that... don't put that on screen where you're just sitting yeah. there, no yeah. talking. This yeah. had a lot of it. Yeah. Well, and that's like that's real life between two people that have been married for a very long time because like. I mean, hell, I'm married, and I don't know if you experienced this or not, Travis, but, like, you're around someone for so much, there's only so much shit you can fucking talk about, you know? Yeah, I mean, oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, there, there's there's, there's, always that, you know, there's always those moments from time to time where, you know, you get up, you go fix yourself a drink in the morning, you fix them one. You come in, you sit them down, you, you, you might even say one or two words, hello, good morning, love you, and then they're reading their shit or watching something and you're doing your stuff and there's just silence. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. But it is absolutely real life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Not everything and, uh not everything has to be like Deborah talking to Dexter, which I know we're gonna get to that. Yeah for at one point. <laughs> yeah. But I really like and that's like, you know, Parasite, fantastic foreign film. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Very well done. Could not really relate to any of those characters. Like, I can understand, like, you know, to a core of humanity, relate to some of these characters, but not not the same way that I can relate to the characters in this film. Both of the brothers. Um, And I think that that drives more to it. And then like, if you're in a relationship and then there's a possibility that being in that relationship, either a, you can't, you know, for some reason you can't have kids for, you know, whether it's the male or the, you know, the females situation, or if you have a kid and lose a kid or something like that, then that just adds to it that much more. 
and the way that they handled it was very human. So yeah. I don't, I really liked it. And then of course, throwing the crazy shit on top of it just made it that much better in my opinion. So, but Dexter, we're finally back with our boy, Michael Chaw. I have AKA I have, games. Yeah. Kill my fucking I'm, deer. <laughs> yeah, mad about that. Dude, I knew that that guy was going to shoot that deer when he was gone. I was yeah, like, this is about to happen and he's going to kill that motherfucker. Yeah, I knew. I knew. Well, like yeah. it was a very safe episode for all the right reasons because this felt more like the original Dexter than the last four seasons yeah. of the show. And I think that says a lot. I think they did a good job in that hour of giving us, like, you know, the build up, showing us everyone. Got a little, you know, uh, all the new character introductions. Lady I think in the, the greatest was lying dancing. Okay, that's cool. Well, I think the the greatest aspect of that episode was how the the original showrunners respected the ending showrunners. The way they did that ending, yeah, he was able to make that that hat be better now. Like watching the finale of Dexter, knowing that this episode exists now completely redeems it in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're given a good 20, 30 minutes of Dexter is not talking to himself. There's no inner monologue. He is still like he was at the end of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. you remember and when then, the show ended, we're like lumberjack Dexter. He's not a lumberjack on this episode. Oh no. They fix they yeah. fix things a lot of like, it. Yeah. I, I, well, I love how, you know, of course he would work at the gun and Yeah, barn. when he walked into there and I saw the knives and everything, I was like, and he turned it around. Still has yeah. OCD, okay. And, you know, whenever, uh, you know, so, all right, so we're, he's getting up in the mornings, he's chasing Routine. his deer. Yep. He knows he can kill it. He yep. knows he can. He sets up, lines up the shot every fucking time, but it's almost like, that's like the chase yeah. is tapping into his urges so much that like, it's the way he's keeping himself. Like I could still, I, I'm still able to have a little fun. Like you can't play on the basketball team, but by God, you can go shoot three pointers for a little while. Get, get it out of you. Well, and, and I also think like every time he's going out there and doing that every morning, he's proven to himself that like, he's still got it. Yeah. Well, because, and it, and it and it made the it made the deer have more significance even though it was poorly CGI. It was yeah. pretty bad CGI. But when he put his hand uh, down and went, please, like yeah. well, I yeah. need you to show me that I'm not a monster, please. Well, yeah. it well that that deer represented all the work he's put into in the ten years since the you know the, since he left Miami. Yeah. And when dude shoots it in front of him. And dude lays him out, and then all of a sudden you just hear it. You finally hear him. You just hear him go, it's been a long time. Yeah, I started rubbing yeah. my hands together. And you were like, oh, fuck, Setting he's back, pilgrim. you know? I don't need trophies. Um, We've evolved. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, dude, all of it. Even the funny part of him making the kill room, and he's like, pardon me, I'm kind of out of practice. Yeah. And like you could tell that there's ten. It's like when you go when someone gets out of prison for ten years and they haven't had sex for ten years, 
and how like giddy oh, with he excitement. Was giddy. Oh, did, when he was talking you, like, to him. Yeah, and he's he was like, like, oh. he's like we're, we're at the point well, of no return, buddy. <laughs> well, just like all the, well, all the things that just started to unnerve him. Yeah. And you could see like he's, he, you could tell he was breaking. When he was like, you want to know what happened? He was like, not really. Because it's yeah. just going to make me want to kill this motherfucker. He's like, you know what they call me? They call me dick face. Guess who doesn't yeah. get laid? And he went, dick face? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, and probably the most pleasant surprise, Harrison shows up. I didn't think that was going to happen in the first episode. No. no. Like everything from the fucking trailer will happen in the first episode yeah. pretty much. But I also think that kind of rings in on what the show's title means now. The new uh, blood, the sun. Yeah. Because for better or for worse, most from season four onward, most things kind of become Dexter juggling. You know, Harrison's a big deal to Dexter as a character. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, what I'm I'm calling it, I'm calling one of two things. I don't think Hannah McKay's coming back. I hope not. She's a terrible fucking character. I hope we find out that Harrison has either killed her or she's just where the fuck she is and he ran the fuck off after he found out what all was going on. Yeah. And so, or, or he's got the killer itch, tracked that motherfucker down like a bloodhound and, you know, Dexter's going to finally pass the code on properly to the only one that should have been under his wing and that was his kid well remember the whole thing with dexter how his mom was dead and he was in the blood and they rescued him yeah then you see harrison in the same situation situation yeah but Uh, uh, he might have a dark passenger well here's what i think like here's predictions that i've got i've got two predictions first prediction dexter's absolutely gonna die I think that I think he's going to die in this in this series, this season, this series, whatever you want to call it. I also think that like he's going to spend the majority of the season trying to figure out if Harrison has the dark passenger or not. I think that he's going to come to the conclusion that Harrison doesn't have the dark passenger, and I think that he's going to be so relieved that the cycle's been broken that whenever he dies, he can die in peace. He doesn't pass it on. Yes. That that's what I think. Now I may be completely wrong, uh, of course. And they could, they may go the route with Harrison having, you know, his own thing, his dark passenger, and all this stuff. But I think that like Hannah's dead. She told you know Harrison at least about you know his dad. I don't know if she went full yeah. out. She was fucking crazy though. I'm so surprised no he didn't ask him. Like, yeah, I know we'll you get okay? that where he's like, "What happened to Hannah?" Yeah. But um, I, oh, sorry. I, I just think that that's how they're going to resolve everything is to where I don't think they may very well do it, but I don't think that they'll go with the idea that Harrison is going to have a passenger because I mean, yeah, passing the code along and all that kind of stuff is going to be very cathartic for Dexter, all this kind of stuff. But like, 
I don't know. To me, it would. I would almost feel better if he didn't have it and the cycle was broken at that, you know, right there. Well, I definitely don't want him to have it. And they're like, guess what? There's a new show. Yeah. Where now he has it. And (laughs) he'll be the show now. And it's like, no, we don't need to do that. Yeah. Well, it would be interesting if they did it in a way where it's where more or less. Okay, so you know the shot where he's at the fishing hole and he pulls Deb out of it? Yeah. Yeah. And then that entity grabs it. passenger was grabbing her. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they might go a route where there's more to the dark passenger than just it being a manifestation of Dexter's urge to kill. Mm Mm-hmm. And... I wouldn't be surprised if somehow that entity gets inside of him and it's not necessarily just Harrison being like, I'm all fucked up. It's that, you know, it gets in him. Right. And yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting, but I did love how when, when the whole Deb thing was said and done, he just fed her to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I took that that whole thing as. He was like, because Deb was everything he was trying to, you know, trying to keep his eye on the prize. Like, don't kill, yada, yada, yada. And then when when, when he spoke up, it's like, mm, time to feed you to the wolves. Yeah. I thought it was very well done, and I'm excited to see how it goes from here. Um I mean, it's Dexter, dude. It's good to see Michael C. Hall back, you know. Oh, yeah. In that I character. Mean, yeah. Doing his iconic role. Yeah, I mean. The routine. I real- and it yeah. slipped right back on like a glove, man. Like, it's yeah. like he's it's like he's still been putting out seasons of the shit. Yeah. And I love that. Like you were talking about earlier where there's there's no, you know, monologue. There's none of that stuff. And then, like, when... Uh, it it was done so perfectly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's back into it. Yeah. It, yeah. When that happens, it's like, Oh, we're back at season one. Yeah. Here we fucking go again. He put his hands up and he went, it's like you said, life's too short, dude. Yeah. And the feeling that he got just, yeah. He was like, ah, (laughs) he had an orgasm. I wanted that motherfucker to die though. I did too. He's a piece of shit. But man. it's funny because it's like he's got a, a connection with the cops already. Like, you know. Yeah. He's always been in good with the the cops. Like now. Yeah. And that's gonna that's gonna be the thing. Like, how did this motherfucker even find him? Yeah, for like, sure. Who, right. who knows? You know, where he's at. Like how? Yeah. Do you think that they'll bring any other other you kids? Know, like well, do you think that they'll bring in like yeah, either the other kids, Batista, or any of those, any so. uh, any other characters? Like, I'm just thinking out loud. I guess I think he's dead. But let's let's take a second and try to, or let me try to explain myself with it. I guess it's almost like Halloween. Yes, where we get to a point where Michael Myers is not just. A, a killer anymore like 
he's like a walking embodiment of evil. Yeah. Yeah, force of nature. What if because Hannah was so fucked up, not fucked up, but well because Rita was already a traumatized uh person, not necessarily evil, but was already a trauma filled vessel of a person coupled with Dexter's you know, the way he is, his traits, what he became, the worst part of him, you know, the killer and everything. What if that's, what if the dark passenger could have some sort of hereditary trait or characteristic to it? Yeah. I mean, there's a possibility, of course. Or if Harrison thinks Dexter killed his mom because he is a serial killer. Yeah. Well, he might think that. Yeah. And Hannah could have fucking totally done have. some dumb shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, Phil She like could have been like, bullshit. oh, you don't want to know your dad because, like, he killed your mom. Yeah. But don't even look for him. It's like, oh, you just set him on a journey. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, bitch. You know, you we fucked up the last it. two seasons of this. You know? Yeah. That would be a very fucked up ending if they have it where. Dexter dies, but it's Harrison that kills him. That would be fucked yeah. up. Out of misinformation. If they if they keep Dexter alive, I hope they do one more season. And you know what I want to see? What? Dexter on trial. Oh, shit. Could you imagine? Yeah. I mean... Or, or dude, it would be interesting, because I believe, didn't uh, Lithgow... Isn't he cast to show up at some point? I think, I think so. Yeah, I think Maybe so. Yeah. It would be interesting. It would be interesting if you know, because I assume everyone that's dead that's going to show up is going to be His someone bullshit. talking, yeah, someone yeah. talking, like Dexter talking to himself. Yeah, yeah. And it would be interesting if he gets very cerebral with the passenger, and the passenger just starts taking different forms, talking to him like. Like, not only is it his compulsion for killing, but it's also his guilt is, yeah. you know, whether these people deserve to die or not, yeah. he's still murdering other human beings. And that's not, that's not normal, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited still, for the next episode. Did yeah, I'm still clip. Keep... No, yes. not yet. I did. It looks like it's going to be action packed. Yeah, a lot going on. I'm gonna definitely keep my expectations low though, because I think that's part of why I enjoyed it so much, is because I just didn't know what to expect. Yeah, I am the passenger. I did like how they did the intro and the you know the credits of the. Oh, oh, dude, miss that, miss that credit roll music. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) all right we got a little bit of movie news if y'all want to hit it real quick so trav dropped this in there mobile suit gundam releases live action films first concept art mobile suit gundam is easily the biggest mech anime franchise to arrive thanks to yoshiku Yoshiko Tomino and the anime studio Sunrise first landing in the 70s and since spawning countless anime series 
and movies with Netflix currently working on live action adaptations of the likes of Cowboy Bebop, One Piece, and Yu Yu Hakusho. The streaming service is set to jump into the pilot seat for a new film diving into the universe of the Earth Federation and the Principality of Xeon with an upcoming live action take on the world of Gundam, revealing the first concept art for the film. While many details have not been revealed regarding the upcoming film, it will mark the first time that the world of Mobile Suit Gundam has been brought into live action in either East or the West. Um, set to be helmed by director Jordan Bach Roberts, perhaps best known for his work on Kong Skull Island and the Kings of Summer. The director has also been working on an ad- adaptation of the classic video game series of Metal Gear Solid. Though he has a full play, this concept art certainly manages to capture the aesthetic of the most popular mech suit in all of anime. Uh, Industrial Light Magic shared the first concept art for the upcoming live-action Mobile Suit Gundam movie, which will be a Netflix exclusive and will be bringing in the classic version of the major mech suit, the RX-782, which was originally piloted by Amaro. Amaro. Amaro of the Earth Federation in the war against the Principality of Xeon and its top pilot, Char. That looks cool. That's some, yeah, that's some cool looking concept art. That's uh, uh that's going to be yeah. good if they do it right. Um, and honestly, man, if, if they just if they stick to the original, you know, plot of uh, Mobile Suit Gundam. It's going to have the chance to be just an all-around silly goose time. It's yeah. a kid with a science father who's building a suit. He gets in the suit. Shenanigans ensue. Uh, there's even there's even a way to pull it grimdark with the idea that it's this it's this kid suddenly plunged into like like the horrors of war. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, so I've, I'm excited. I'm going to watch it anyway, and I'm sure it's. I'm going to have a biased view on it. But, um, I mean, like we said when this shit was first announced, man, uh, having the guy from Kong on board, there's just a lot of things that just make this seem like it's going to work. Yeah. So Yeah, with, with him behind it, you know, it definitely gives it more validity. So... Um, you know, I'm interested to check it out, man. I think that like that Cowboy Bebop trailers that we've seen looks fucking great. Yeah. Um, you know, if they're able to capture the the signature thing that makes, you know, whatever whatever anime series it is that we're talking about, if they're able to capture, you know, what made that great in live action, then there's no way that they can fail, right? Because at the end, it's it's an all-out sci-fi war movie. Yeah. With a almost family-friendly kid, you know, perspective. Yeah. Because it's just this child that just gets thrown into this incredible situation, and you see him grow throughout the war between uh, Earth Federation and Principality. Yeah. And, yeah, it's... 
I just it just if it, it, it's such a it's such an easy it, you'll know what I mean whenever this comes out and you watch it. It's one of those situations where even though it's Gundam, even though it's it's, its own story and has really cool its own world building, it's definitely got a plot that you have seen before. Oh yeah. And it's one of those things where there's no excuse for them not to execute it properly. Right. And it has been out since the 70s, so I'm pretty sure that there's been a fair fair share of, of, of stealing from the Gundam franchise, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm interested to check it out. And hopefully, like, I know that this is concept art. I know it's going to be a while before, you know, this is released and everything. But if it's going to be a film, definitely podlocked on it, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, so I'm excited about it. Now, this is something that I never, ever thought yeah, I would ever see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a new Hallmark Christmas movie that unites Bruce Campbell and Peter Gallagher as aging rockers. Hallmark will be groovier than it's ever been this holiday season with the debut of the new Christmas movie, One December Night, set to premiere on the network on November the 13th. The movie features B-movie legend and Ash vs. Evil Dead star Bruce Campbell as a retired rock star who's called upon to pick the guitar back up for a television reunion. The problem? They had broken up 10 years prior and they'll need to fix their history to make this holiday reunion work. Yeah. Just like every Hallmark movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Bru- even Bruce Campbell's not going to be able to make one of these good. I'm sorry. I don't know, dude. Dude, I watched one... <laughs> My grandmother was watching one Sunday night and it was called Next Stop Christmas. Okay? <laughs> Listen, right. this girl gets on a train. It's 2021. She She's living in the city. You know, you know, it's like, you know, all these movies, you got to go back home. and So she's in yeah. the city spending Christmas alone. Well, all of a sudden, the train, she's on like a, you know, just a normal ass train. Then it turns into like this Christmas train. She's on it. She's on it by herself. Yeah. And guess who the conductor is? Santa Claus. Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> and he takes her okay. back in time to 2011 to her hometown so she can fix her life so her life won't be so shitty in the future. Uh-huh. You know. So it's back find, to the Finds future. the right boyfriend, the guy that she loved, the one that got away. You know, the whole... It's, they're all the same, dude. You yeah. just change how they get there and... But I'm sitting there watching it. But when I saw Christopher Lloyd, and I was like, "That's clever." I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, taking her back in time. It's a train. Yeah, but those movies are trash, dude. <laughs> They're trash, man. I just, I'm not into the Chris. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Dude, she'll watch them all. Yeah, she'll watch this one. My, not my because it's got Bruce my... Campbell in it, you know. But I, I kind of think we should pot it, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, you could, we we could watch it, mention it. I just I don't know if it's a whole episode. I mean, no, it'd be the shortest podcast we ever done. No, I'm saying like let's watch it and take it 100 percent seriously. Well, here's what's gonna happen. Break though. Down the Those characters. two may not even be like the main characters. Yeah, well, it'll yeah. be a young like the people in that preview there. It'll be those two, and they're like trying to get them back together to do this show to save Christmas. You know, yeah. Oh man, that other movie was terrible. I'm, I was just I'm sitting there, for and she's like, 
what's happened? Where are they going? And I was like, the train's, I had to explain. I was like, well, the train's taking her back in time. Yeah. Wow. Back in time. Well, she's got to fix Christmas. He just told her. <laughs> Listen, quit playing on your phone. Well, I saw Christopher Lloyd, I perked up, but I was like, oh, it's just a fucking yeah. Hallmark Christmas movie. But they kill it every year. They drop like fucking 30 movies. Yeah. They Watch film the them over spot. the course yeah, of like they're... two weeks. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're the top build cast on the IMDb page. I mean, <laughs> of course, they're the biggest names. I don't know, dude. It might be good. <laughs> I've watched so many fucking Hallmark Christmas movies that, that I could just like live my life without ever watching another one. But I'm willing to put it all on the line for the podcast, dude. I mean, <laughs> Bruce Campbell's going to be Bruce Campbell in it. Yeah. Oh, he's going to be hilarious. That might be the, that dude. That might be the best thing to ever happen to Hallmark Christmas movies. Uh, yeah. I might watch. I might watch this and report. I'm going to put the fucking trailer in the goddamn trailers, and we'll see how much. <laughs> yeah. well, you know how they do yeah, that sometimes. They'll bill it as like Christopher yeah. Lloyd was on the fucking cover of that movie. Yeah, in it for less than ten minutes. Of course, yeah. They were like the rest of the time he was drunk, you know. I'm just kidding. I don't know if he does that anymore. Yeah, there's I mean, only a you know. teaser. Which there you go. They're teasing it. Let's let's do it. It comes out this fucking Saturday, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure I'll yeah. see it on Sunday. <laughs> if you watch I'll it, tell please her about it. pull that one back. up. She's like, you want to yeah. watch one of these? Because I'm just over there, like I can't believe that people. I'm over there, like shitting on the whole time, dude. Like yeah. I'm over there telling her what's gonna happen. Yeah, you know, like she's gonna yeah. make everything right. It's gonna save Christmas in the future. You know, <laughs> you, and I know you've seen this one. <laughs> There's so many of them that do this. The the girl's going home to be with her family for Christmas, right? Yeah, bringing with a the shitty guy, bringing the shitty boy, the new fiance. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when she gets there, the old fiance, the old boyfriend that everybody loves, that's fucking dude from Meet the Falkers. You know, yeah, everybody loves him. <laughs> Yeah. Owen Wilson is like, wow, you made it home for Christmas, you know? <laughs> and then she falls in love with that guy. The other guy turns out to be a dick. He's doing, you know, yeah, she leaves him drugs. for this guy. Everything's fucking happy ever after. I mean, how many yeah. times have you seen that? Yeah. My favorite spin on that is like, they were high school sweethearts. Yeah. It didn't work out. She left. Or like, they never made a move on each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one too. Yeah. Like, they didn't, they were best friends, but they didn't know they were in love. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where he went to school yeah. at, but anyway. But my fa yeah, that's my favorite one where she comes back and, and she goes to her parents' house and she's like, Why is fucking Billy Billy Bob here? And it's like, Well, Billy Bob's oh, been taking care of the property. Us and <laughs> yeah. He's a farmhand. Yeah. It's like, uh huh. And then they have that first scene with the sexual tension. Yeah. Where he's like, Hey, you like in the city life? And she's yeah. like, well, you know, it's all right. I mean, I make more money than you do, you know? Yeah. He's like, he's hold like, on, it ain't let me about cut money. some logs. You know? Yeah. I'll be here tonight. We're doing, we're going to, are you coming this weekend? We're going to light the Christmas tree at the town hall or square or whatever. Yeah, and there's a big a thing tradition. to that. The, 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 
the star yeah. topper they're gonna put on the tree gets lost. They gotta track it down. Yeah. Somebody stole some pies from a church. Who knows, man? <laughs> I know. But I, mean, I had to mention that Bruce Campbell in a home, like, what the fuck? I never, ever would have guessed. You got to take what you can get, man. We're headed into a recession. So. That's true. I wonder if they filmed this in his backyard. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome, right? You mean his 10 minutes, he's going to be in the movie, probably. Yeah. I am going to check it out because I'm interested to see how long he's in it. Yeah. If you watch it this weekend, let me know. Because I might, I might, I might get it. Yeah. Put it up. You You might pay for the Hallmark Channel. (laughs) Yeah. I might get the Hallmark Channel. I'm sure they got an app. Yeah. Of course. I'm not a big Christmas person. Like, I'm not just. I'm like, my grandmother's just like, oh, like today wanted me to order 24 more fucking candles to put in the windows. <laughs> She's already got Jesus. 24. And she was like, I need like 12 more. And I was like, well, they sell them in packs of 24. She was like, yes. And I was like, okay. <laughs> what are you going to do with the other 12? Put them in fucking something. <laughs> order The them. house has been done up for, for three weeks now. Yeah. The tree's already up. It was up before oh, fucking Halloween. I remember whenever we were over there and I was like, what's in that corner or in that room over there? And you're like, it's all the Christmas stuff. And I'm like, well, the room can't be that big. No, dude, this room was fucking massive and there's nutcrackers everywhere. Yeah. And wreaths and trees and yeah, decorations. Guess to put that shit out. You know? <laughs> I already know, dude. I already know. I got injured trying to put that fucking 20 foot tree up. <laughs> But I will say, because I've 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 seen I've seen one phase of this before uh, in my life. Uh, I will say, when you see all of it, though, man, there is some sort of appreciation that it just pulls out of you, and it does put you in like a holiday mood. I think it just bothers me because I know the amount of work I'm gonna have to do. <laughs> oh, I mean for sure. You know but what I mean? mean you, you know. And then, like, look, dude, putting it out ain't the hard part. <laughs> In in a, in a few months, we've got to put it up, dude. It's got to go upstairs in the attic. Yeah, you got. We got to take I mean, it upstairs. But I mean, you get what I'm saying, though. Like, when you can get that out of your mind a little bit, you can be like, man, like, fuck yeah, it's Christmas, like, and it, and I and it, it like I don't know, I appreciated it when I saw it, you know, and I assume that that's a big contributing factor for it, not just for y'all's own satisfaction but whenever there's a guest over and they see it you know it's just it's you know you can't be in a bad mood when there's christmas shit around you uh yeah and that's coming from someone who hates fucking christmas because i was born on the shit (laughs) um all right next up Zack snyder um Zack Snyder teases other realms, time loops, and portals in Planet of the Dead. <clears throat> so Snyder likes to do things big, and Army of the Dead was the prime example. The almost two-and-a-half-hour apocalyptic thrill landed on Netflix to a mixed critical reception but an overwhelming amount of attention as it quickly became one of the most-watched original movies on Netflix with more than 75 million people dropping in to watch. Now with prequel movie army of thieves thieves expanding the idea towards its inevitable franchise status attention is during 
Attention is gearing to the next installments, including an animated series and a direct sequel titled Planet of the Dead. While Snyder has only recently begun teasing the trilogy completing movie, it looks like things are going to get a lot wider when the next film does come down the line. Army of Thieves surprised everyone when it arrived on Netflix last month. Very quickly after the release of Army of the Dead, fans shouldn't expect Planet of the Dead to follow with quite the same speed, and much of the work on Thieves had been completed back in 2020. So post-production was well underway by the time Army of the Dead dropped. While Snyder had a very different idea of what he wants to see in the sequel, he once again wants to mix more genres into the franchise, which means that along with the established world of zombies, we could well be looking at more sci-fi elements coming into play, such as time loops, aliens, portals, and more. <clears throat> this is what Snyder told Variety. First of all, I know exactly what I'd want to see in the sequel. We're doing the animated series, which will come out next year. The animated series very much delves deeply into the why of the zombie apocalypse and where the zombies come from exactly. I think the time loops, portals, doorways to other realms, things of that nature are very much in play. So all of those clues that Dieter gives us are very much part of how we continue to spiral out the Army of the Dead universe. <clears throat> in the series so far, there have been a number of throwaway lines about time loops, and these have not been dwelt on. These have not been dwelt on for long and mostly slipped under the radar. Of course, there are some people who watch these things with a notebook and pen, and there have been plenty of fan theories that there is more happening in the world Snyder has created than he has led on so far. The latest comments from Zack Snyder are not about to quell those theories, but are mostly going to push even more questions about the French about where the franchise is going in uh, Planet of the Dead and arrives on Netflix sometimes in the next couple of years. I like how they put the whole article as a quote. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, damn, Snyder had a lot of shit to say, didn't he? I'm definitely going to watch um, Army of Thieves. It has better ratings on everything than Army of the Dead. I think, I mean, I think we should pot it whenever we, you know, We've got okay. a free week, yeah. When we when we can slot it in, you know, because Dieter was the best character, yeah. And the way sure. it looks in this one is this is them. It's a prequel, so it's kind of before you know. I don't think there's any zombies. I mean, they're yeah, they're you know, it's a heist movie. Yeah, yeah. Which is what so, the other one was, but this one just doesn't have zombies. It's got yeah. good scores, man. Yeah. I can't believe they're doing an anime. If they're going to wait until the animated series comes out to do Planet of the Dead or whatever it is, we're going to have to wait like eight years. You know what I mean? Because it takes a long time to do anything animated. <laughs> and if they're going to do a series, you know, like Kevin Smith worked on, um, what you call it, Masters of the Universe for like four years before it came yeah. out. So, I mean... Oh, wow. I mean, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have to wait a while before that comes out. But I mean, you know, if the series is done correctly and all that stuff, it could be very interesting. So we'll see. We're gonna have an avatar situation on our hands. Yeah, God. He's like, I'm Can't only making be. Evil Dead, Army Dead movies for the rest of my life. It's like, thanks, fucking 
Cameron Thanks Jr. You know? Yeah, for real. I wish that, see, like, he's doing fucking time loops, portals, all this kinds of shit, but we can't get a fucking sequel to Justice League. You, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, it's like, fucking come on, dude. Uh, next up here, I just want to throw this in here real quick. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto says animated Super Mario Brothers movie is almost done. Um, it says the uh, during a Q&A session at the end of a financial results meeting, the game director said that the first cut of the movie is complete but needs some refining. Uh, in comments translated on Twitter by investment advisor David Gibson, Miyamoto commented, commented that there is a very good feeling internally about the movie, but they want to make sure that it does not betray customers and they are still polishing the final cut. And then they talk about how they had to go back on the Sonic the Hedgehog movie whenever that trailer came out because people were like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Why does it you look know? like that? Yeah. They got mad, didn't they? Yeah, I know. Uh, Miyamoto said Super Mario film is pretty much done working on the last bit. Have a very good feeling about it, but we are very careful not to betray customers and meet expectations. Continue to work to polish the movie. Would like to roll out with other IPs for movies, etc., Should be experience... People... No, people should experience IP in a variety of ways. But going one by one, not say... Not say doing many IP movies at the same time. So... Of, I mean, there's been rumors that, you know, Seth Rogen might get a Donkey Kong spinoff. There's been rumors that they may work in an animated Zelda film. Uh-huh. And then so, I've seen some people speculate online that they're going to do like Mario and then they're going to do like Donkey Kong. Then they're going to do Zelda and then Metroid and they're going to like hit all of them. And then their version of they're going to basically do the Avengers with it and have the Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. And this, it might be a joke, you know, and, and it might be, but people are theorizing that they're going to like do a, a Super Smash Brothers, like Marvel Avengers crossover film to where it's going to be like the Nintendo heroes versus maybe the villains or something like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, or whatever. So, and even if they went that route, Jesus Christ, could you fucking imagine? Like, I mean, this has an all star th- cast. Yeah. Dude, people are mad as fuck that Chris Pratt is doing the voice of Mario. I've wow. read and her. Because I remember, uh, what's his name got mad that, that played Luigi in the movie. Yeah. He was out. Uh, John Luke was on. Yeah. He got yeah. mad. Yeah. Well, the, they're pissed. Like people are pissed because it's Chris Pratt and he's not Italian. And it's like, here's my thing. When they said that they were going to do a Minecraft movie, right? Uh-huh. And that, you know, Charlie Day was going to write it and he was going to star in it, right? I'm not sitting here thinking like, it's going to be Minecraft Steve walking around not making any noise. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like not talking or interacting with anybody. Like, I didn't think that at all. Whenever they announced that like, oh, they're doing a Mario movie. I, I never thought that it was going to be Mario running around and that they were just going to take the same sound samples, from like Nintendo voice samples 64. from 64. Yeah, yeah. And inject it into a fucking movie, you know, like. 
I mean, I think dude, Chris Pratt and Charlie Day as Mario and Luigi is going to be a silly goose town. Those two yeah, going back and yeah. forth. And Jack Black yeah, as Bowser? Oh, come on. He's going to be like, come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I've just come to the conclusion that people are fucking idiots, man. Like, it's a fucking Mario, animated yeah, Mario. Yeah, Mario's not real. It's not a fucking biopic. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And not only that, but like, would you seriously want to go watch a movie to where they take the N64 voice lines and just insert no. it into the film and there'd be no fucking dialogue? It'd be like Lamb. But well, way like when less he cool. walks in, he's just like, it's a me. And then that's it. Yeah. You're like, yeah, exactly. Well, I remember the Sonic movie. Sonic never yeah. talked. No. Never. He did it in the animated shit, yeah, but so but... did Mario. <laughs> like, I don't know. And they, they, you know, the dude from fucking, what you call it, Parts and Rec, they cast him as Sonic. Yeah. Whenever I heard that casting, I'm like, really? And then when the movie came out, then it was like, oh, this was perfect. It was. You know? And then they're like, guess what? Idris Elba's playing Knuckles. And it's like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, Knuckles exactly. isn't black. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, I mean, people, people just need to fucking... Anything, yeah, for real, man. They need to get off their fucking high horses. Here's the thing. If you want that version of Mario, download Blender. Download yeah. the N64 Mario sound pack. You the can sound get it from YouTube. And have fucking fun. You know? Dude, I think one have of the fun. best ones is Seth Rogen being Donkey Kong. I can already I see they, Donkey Kong doing that fucking laugh. Like, yeah. yeah. He sounds like a Donkey yeah. Kong. <laughs> he does, don't he? Yeah. Fictional characters. So, fictional characters, man. Speaking of more fictional characters, Black Panther Wakanda Forever shuts down filming until 2022. So apparently, uh, Latita Wright, um, Okay, it says that um, Wakanda Forever has been forced to head into a hiatus while Latita Wright continues to recover from an onset injury she sustained back in August, with filming shutting down until early next year. Damn. Um, yeah. So it says What's here that. Um, yeah. While the movie is continued filming around the actress who will be playing a more prominent role in the Black Panther sequel, sources close to the production have said that the team are now having to temporarily shut down until early 2022. Uh, when Wright was rushed to the to hospital following the injury, which involved a stunt rig being used by the actress as she filmed scenes in Boston, it was originally announced by Marvel Studios that there would be minimal impact on the schedule shoot and it would not lead to any substantial delays much in the way of much in the way Indiana Jones five shoot had to work around Harrison Ford's shoulder injury. Black Panther Wakanda forever has been trying its best to keep the movie on track, but it seems they have gone as far as they can without their new lead. The production will continue until Thanksgiving when it will take a hiatus for a few months. So if they pick up filming, or work in 2022 that means it's not going to come out until like 2024 do you think they damn 
Do you <laughs> think they may be using this to get a little more time on it? Probably, you know, because yeah. like, yeah, the first one did so well that. Well, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Thing, this, coming in with yeah. that second one, and no Chadwick this time. Yeah, exactly. You know, as far yeah. as we know. Yeah. So not only are they, you know, Black Panther was the first, you know, yes. black superhero film of all time ever made, ever, period, ever. Yes. This is going to be the first. Fuck you, Blade. This is going <laughs> to this is going to be the first female-led African-American or black superhero movie ever made ever you know what i mean yes and it's got so it's got yeah it's got a lot of it's got some big shoes to like some fucking clown size shoes to fill over here you know what i mean so and since it's our first uh black superhero that we've ever seen on camera ever period then they i mean it's probably better that they push this out until you know she's in in better mental and physical conditions since she is playing the first black superhero female character that's mm-hmm. ever been put on screen ever period Lead. right yeah yeah a lot going on there um, i'm ready for, yeah <laughs> i'm ready for trailers <laughs> <laughs> i i don't want to talk about it I hope she gets to feeling better. I hope that the shoot. It doesn't even tell you no like how she got hurt, which leads me to yeah. believe that that she didn't get hurt. Well, maybe I'm sure something happened, but you know, maybe the script's just not there, and they yeah. want to push it back. And you know, maybe the dailies weren't looking too good. Yeah, possibility. And the studio was like, "If we release this, it's suicide." Yeah. Well, all I know is like. With like you said, with the success of Black Panther, since he was the first black superhero ever captured on film, um, milestone. How are they going to the? There's going to have to be a very clever way that they're going to have it transitioned from T'Challa to to the sister. Yeah. Well, I I don't think the movie should be called Black Panther because it doesn't have Black Panther in it anymore. Well, I think that she's going to take the mantle of Black Panther. Yeah, but is, do they still call it Black Panther? Yeah, so because like wear the suit. Yeah, because you know his dad was Black Panther, and then well, you haven't seen the movie, Mm-mm. so <laughs> so T'Challa's dad was Black Panther, uh-huh. and then he dies in Civil War, and then that's the thing about the Black Panther movie is him you coming know, there's into a his re- own and. Well, yeah, because there's a ritual and people are fighting to be the Black Panther and uh-huh. to be so the leader of Wakanda is also the Black Panther. Yeah, they're one and the same, right? So that's kind of how that whole thing works out. All right, but it's a lot of it's a lot of pressure, man, to be the first Black superhero <laughs> it is. ever on film and also be the Black yeah. Panther and also be the Fuck leader you, of a Barry. country. You know, yeah. <laughs> Catwoman. Just saying. Does that count as a superhero? Yes. If Batman counts as a superhero, then definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's going to be great seeing the first black (laughs) female superhero film 
ever produced in the history of cinema. I can't wait for it. You know? Yeah. What do you think, Trav? got me excited. (laughs) (laughs) He's here for it. No comment. No comment. I I was just saying, I think they're pushing it back to, to work on. Which is smart yeah, if that's, that's what's going on. Yeah. I mean, those are some huge. Well, huge... why would she be doing anything that would get her hurt that bad? Uh, being the star of the movie. I, I think they pay people to do that. Yeah, she's not Tom Cruise. You know, it's the same chick that was trying to take the soul stone out of Vision's forehead in Infinity War. Yeah. You know, the. Yeah, it's, the, it's her. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean,. It's crazy. But I'm ready for trailers. I can't wait to see this <laughs> fucking Ghostbuster movie. I know. It co- when does it come out? Soon. November the 19th. Ooh! So this weekend, in celebration of the greatest day, we're going to go try and watch... Um. The Eternals. What's the greatest day? <laughs> My birthday. Oh, that's you're born in November. Yeah, dude. for some reason I thought you were born yeah. like July or something. Nah, I was, I'm. My birthday is Wait. this coming Sunday. Let me look. Hang on, I gotta confirm that. <laughs> the greatest. It ain't on my day. Google Calendar. <clears throat> Did you Is use your birthday? I don't think I put a birthday on uh, there. Fucked up. But man. it you can add it in there if you want to though. Oh yeah, I can. It's the fourteenth. Fourteen thing. Yeah. So me, I've already talked to my brothers and everything, or at least one of my brothers. <clears throat> and we're gonna try to go watch it uh Saturday. And then I definitely want to go watch Ghostbusters when it comes out. And Trav, I don't know if I'm going to do this and Adam, but um, thanks for having me. I may, <laughs> I may try to lock down that theater for Spider Man if they'll let me do it. It's or less. Is. It's less than a hundred dollars. You know that All must right. be a thing like everywhere because I heard a. Uh... Tom Segura and Bert rented out a theater and they were like, you never believe how much it costs to rent a theater. It's actually pretty cheap. It was like a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah. And I asked him, I'm like, you know, can you can rent one out and have 20 people show up and you can watch anything that you want. That's been released, except they said that like Spider-Man or Marvel movies, they'll have to check on that to see if that's something that's doable. Well, you could probably like, do it on like an off day yeah, where they're not yeah. going to make much money. You know, a few weeks after it's already been showing. Yeah. Then probably. Yeah. Like once yeah. they move it to a smaller screen. Yeah. Because, you know, they show those movies on the big one. Yeah. So if that happens, I'm. I'll let you guys know. Because I would love to watch that movie, you know, private theater with like a handful of friends there. You know what I mean? That'd be a cool experience. Yeah. And if I had the money and the time to do it, I would do that and go watch like 
you know, the original Ghostbuster or the Blues Brothers, dude. You know what I mean? Or fucking Close Encounters or the Abyss. Don't tease me. All right. Yeah, for real, right? But I'm ready for this Ghostbusters final trailer. Have y'all seen it? Mm-mm. No. I didn't even know they had anyone. This came out yesterday. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, ready when y'all are. Three, two, one, play. That's Dan Aykroyd. Right? Yeah. Through the sixth seal? Yeah. I heard a while back the seventh seal has been broken. (laughs) They better not show Bill Murray. I want him to save that for the movie. The new season of Stranger Things looks crazy. <laughs> I know, right? Well, that CGI makes a difference, dude. If Rick Moranis shows up, because they had those fucking things. Oh my God, what if he's in it? He might be, dude. He's like, are you the gatekeeper? <laughs> like, I'm for the keymaster. <laughs> I'm the keymaster. Oh, God. I can't wait for that shit, dude. Yeah. All right, this next film is coming out November the 28th. Elves. Hang on, I've clicked it. It's not wanting to... Oh, there it goes. All right. Three, two, one, play. Oh. Oh, it's a series. They hit an elf. I think they're going to... Is it going to be like a horror movie? What the fuck? Remember the Death Trolls? Yeah. Little diamond in their belly. Maybe you don't feed it cookies after midnight. Yeah, what happens when they get big? 
Mm -mm. Not your normal Christmas movie there. They're sure not here to make uh, fudge-covered cookies, that's for sure. Not the Keebler kind? Mm -mm. I'm kind of excited about this next film here. I've seen this trailer, yeah, it looks pretty good. It looks like a silly fucking family film, dude. Yeah, it looks like that's what it's almost like they took a script from the Goldbergs and turned it into a movie. Yeah. Okay, comments have been turned off. <laughs> People are shitting on. They're like, Neil Patrick Harris would never have a. Yeah. <laughs> never mind. You can't celebrate Christmas <laughs> if you're gay. Yeah, it's like, whoa. Uh, oh, turn the comments off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm ready. All right, three, two, one, play. I see what you mean by Goldbergs. The day I was born. Like even him talking over the footage. I decided I wanted to be a filmmaker. The good old days. Oh. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> it's kind of got that a Christmas story vibe too, like Yeah. But it's a Nintendo, not a gun. That's the cool kid that's got one. The rich kid. That's funny. <laughs> King of the Hill. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a good little family film, dude. It does. And with Neil Patrick Harris, like, doing the fucking narration on it, mm -hmm. it's going to be hilarious. All right, this is an animated film. 
but it's coming to Netflix. Back I don't know. Back. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's what I was supposed the to. Darkest Exodus place say. you'll ever eat. Yeah, it's got Keith Urban in it, dude. Mm. Fuck yeah, Is he Guy Daniel? Pierce. Oh, wrong guy. Eric Bana, Isla Fisher. I'm ready. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Is he down? Yeah. Did I smoke him? I think that's Keith Urban. Um, you've been domesticated. Yeah. You're not going to make it. <laughs> Caught an Antifa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The face of Dick. <laughs> That's a duck pup platypus. <laughs> he got kicked into blooming onions. <laughs> oh, my blooming onions. Dysentery. Don't worry, I filtered it through a leaf. Don't look too bad. Back to the outback. Yeah. Where's the kangaroo? The joey? You know, you always see, like, when you're a kid, you see, like, cartoon kangaroos, and you're like, oh, that's what they look cute, you know? Then you see a real kangaroo with abs yeah. on its nose. <laughs> and it's like, whoa. Yeah, these things are fucked up. <clears throat> what about that fucking, that dude that punched that kangaroo in the face? Yeah, saved his dog. Yeah, dude. It had his dog. It was, like, holding him, like, you're mine, you know? <laughs> And then he just ran up, a... dude, and punched it. And that kangaroo looked at him like he couldn't believe he did it. Yeah. He's like, you want to pick a fight with me, mate? <laughs> you know? All right. 
He punched that motherfucker in the nose, what dude. What was that down under cartoon where they, the those lizards were eating eggs? Was it Rango? No, this was like when we were kids. Remember the guy had those two like they look like Komodo dragons, and they were stealing the eggs and eating them. I don't remember um, something something down under. Anyway, I remember it, but I can't remember the name of it. What the hell was the name of that? I don't. Know. I'll figure it out. Hellbound. Is this um, part of the Hellraiser franchise? Might be. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, play. The fuck? What the fuck is happening? Yeah, what is that? What movie is that? The Rescuers Down Under. That's yeah, that's it. Dude, those cuz remember they're uh yeah. Um the guy that owned those little lizard things, he had like a like a strong Australian accent. And yeah. I just remember those two fucking things because they were like supposed to steal some eggs for him. And yeah, the, the, the way they talked was real funny because it was like, <laughs> you know, like just yeah, hilarious. It's been a minute since I've seen that. Oh, shit. yeah, dude. The rescuers, man. An old ass cartoon. That fucking 
that movie looks fucking crazy though, right? Yeah, there's a lot going Hellbound. on. Hellbound. Yeah. I kind of want to watch it though, man. Check it out. Yeah, Just for sure. See what's happening. Yeah. All right, Swan Song. It's got a boy in it. I'm looking at me, Swan. Marshall Ali. I thought Swan Song was going to be like the kind of the biopic of Miss Swan. I thought it was going to be about Led Zeppelin. Oh. Comments are turned off again. They were like, it's a boy. <laughs> Stop ruining it for the rest of us, man. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Though. All right. Three, yeah. two, one, play. Oh, it's him. I'll watch anything with him in it. We saw another teaser or something about a different movie I think it was yeah there was movie. another movie where there was a place they were going to like deal with the death of someone yeah yeah this is different is, is this him? like multiplicity yeah mm. is that his new body cause he's dying yeah so is that a clone that he's gonna transfer his memories into maybe yep so he's gonna die but they send that back home aquafina see that's how it would work if you could Clone yourself to have your memories or anything like, but like it's not gonna be you. Yeah, you know your brain's dying. Let's go. It looks serious as fuck. Yeah, it looks good though. Oh, you know, Marshala. Yeah, for sure. Um, There's no way he would agree to do it if that script wasn't a banger. No. Banger. All right, we got our first fucking trailer for uh, Stranger Things season four. It's about damn time, you know? All right. Wonder why they yeah, put I'm... that in the description. It says zero zero four slash zero zero four. Season four of four, maybe. I don't know. Or is this trailer four of four? I don't know. 
But I'm ready. You ready? Let's do it. Three, two, one, play. Hmm. Look at this guy. <laughs> Bro, Chachas. Fuck you, Dylan. Yeah, for real. That's right, he moved away. Well, she moved away, right? Yeah, she did. Damn. I mean, I've been ready. Yeah. When the fuck is that coming out next year? It better not be. I think it might. What? Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm ready to see David it Harbour back in 2022. Yeah. So summer. Yeah. Why is taking so long? I don't know. Well, see, and the thing was, is like each season was a different season of year. Yeah. But there, the last season happened during the summer, so I was expecting this one to take place. I don't know. <clears throat> it's been a while since I watched all Stranger Things, so yeah, two thousand nineteen. Yeah, we saw the last uh, season. So it'll be th three years between them. Wow. Still, I'm still so, down to watch it. Well, I mean. They were in junior high in that last season they came out, so this will put them in high school for sure. Mm -hmm. Maybe close to graduating high school. I'm not sure, but we'll see. I'm ready for this fucking A24. Come on, come on. Yeah. It's got Jacqueline Phoenix in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I look down like, who's that? <laughs> I'm ready, man. Three, two, one, play. Black and white, I see. Oh, yeah. Expensive.
Looks good, man. It looks A24 as fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. But it looks good. All right, well, we got Marvel's Hit Monkey. It's coming to Hulu. Story of a monkey on a mission. This is the first time that they're ever going to have a monkey as a lead character ever in any film, animated, or live action. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Try again, Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm ready. Three, two, one, please. I don't even know what the fuck Hit Monkey is. So it's like Hitman. Yeah. I like that animation style. It's like a cutscene on a mobile game. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> recognize that guy's voice yeah I'm gonna look it up almost sounds like is it Sudeikis? Sudeikis yeah that's what I was thinking yeah it is Hell yeah. I mean, nobody sounds like that guy. Yeah. It's got Olivia Munn in it. George Takai. Oh, I remember hearing something about that recently. I'm going to repeat it. This is a goddamn nightmare. So he's that monkey's spirit animal? Or, or it's the other way around? Or, yeah, connected. I don't know. Yeah, and he's going to use. I the think he's a to... ghost. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, he's dead. Shooting a bird, yeah. <laughs> that does look pretty good, but boy, they getting they getting to the bottom of that pile, ain't they? Yeah, right. Hit monkey down here. What the fuck is that? Put it in production. Our Sudeikis. Yeah, Sudeikis is a fucking national treasure. Get him in it. They were like, we wanted a. Uh... Oh shit! The guy that plays Deadpool. Oh, uh, we Ryan wanted Reynolds? him, but he's not available. Yeah, he can only play Deadpool. <laughs> oh, just want to remind Hulu subscribers that you know Disney owns it too. Yeah. For real, right? Look what we no got here. I'm so excited about this trailer, dude. January um, 9. Soon. Mm. Yeah, soon. 
All right. About two months away. Righteous gemstones. Finally. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, play. <laughs> that was fucking great. Bigger and better. It's fucking, uh... Eric Andre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Gideon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be amazing. I come big or I don't come at all. Wow. I can't fucking wait, dude. Fucking right. That fucking show was perfect. And this season, like, it's going to be even more so, you know? Well, you know, like, it's you can tell because, you know, he grew up in the South. Yeah. And you can tell. Oh yeah. When it comes to that church shit, like like He's them coming right in for there. Sunday morning. Yeah. Eat, Sunday that whole lunch, scene, yeah. like I don't know what I mean, this is. It's A twenty four, dude. Right I like this com I gotta read this comment real quick. Why does every A twenty four trailer make you feel like there's a demonic presence? presence under the surface i mean you the ram man yeah All right. i'm ready though. three two one play i'm so pumped about that gemstone beach bum Weird how they keep doing the bottle tapping. Yeah, the jars. Eerie vibes, man. Where's everybody else?
Is it a series or? Mosquito net. Oh, he's like stranded. Yeah. Where'd the animals come from? Oh, this is this is the next season of Dexter. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See the routine? Yeah. They're still doing it with the 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 whisk. I'm right there with you, brother. <laughs> Where's he get gas at for that Jeep? Why does he keep disrespecting that fucking guitar? <laughs> it is disrespectful. <laughs> Dude, it's almost like it's the same day every day. Maybe that's why he's gas. Is he in a loop? I'm trying to understand what this continuous streaming event means. Is it like an ASMR movie or some shit? Here we go with the sounds again. Is this going to stream for a whole week? It said from 22 to 28. Oh, hold on. It says that A24 heads to the beach, a slow TV docuseries from Warwick Thornton. Warwick Thornton, one of Australia's most celebrated filmmakers with features including Samson and Delilah and Sweet Country, self-isolated in a beach shack on the northwest coast of Australia in 2019. The Beach, a docu-series whose only subjects are Thornton, three chickens, a dog, and a mud crab, is a result, <clears throat> is a result and it is coming to the U.S. and the rest of the world for the first time via A24. The company, which is ramping up its documentary slate with projects such as Val, has taken the, world, taken the worldwide rights to the project and is launching it on its A24 screening room between November the 22nd through the 28th. <clears throat> the beach is a journey of a man who has chosen to give up life in the fast lane and decamp to an isolated beach in an attempt to transform his life through the healing power of nature. That'll make you go crazy, though. Yeah, it says filmed in April and May of 2019 by Thornton's cinematographer's son, Dylan River, it originally aired on Australian public broadcasts, broadcaster SBS and NTIV. Oh, so technically you could already watch this. Yes, but A24 has got the worldwide rights to distribute it mm -hmm. now. So that's what that's. I like this comment. This guy says, are you coming to visit for Thanksgiving this year? Sorry, Grandma, but I'll be in the middle of a week-long movie about nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, for real. 
It's a movie about nothing, dude. I mean, there was a big hit show about nothing. One of my favorite shows. All right, we've got the fucking one December night, dude. I'm excited. Yeah. Late December back in '63. They don't use that. They're fucking up. Yeah. All right, y'all ready? Yes. Three, two, one, play. I don't like it. I'm just kidding. See, they got to save it. The reason the trailer's so short, that's all the footage they have with those two in it. (laughs) Heard. I kind of want to watch it, though, dude. One December night. They even brought back the voiceover guy. Yeah, one December night. At this point, ABC Family presents the 13 Days of Halloween. Remember when... What's that? Uh, he did it channel. Lifetime. Remember Lifetime. when Lifetime made that little parody thing, like making fun of herself? Yeah. That's a Demi Podger. Yeah. Like this, even like the Hallmark Christmas movies, they know. Yeah. Like they lean into it heavy. Yeah. They don't care, man. I'll tell you what I am They're excited making... about. What? Shang-Chi? I'm excited to watch Shang-Chi next week. Yeah. I'm it hoping. comes out on Friday. Yeah, I'm really hoping that, like, you know, that it, there's a good reception here on the real estate because I really did enjoy it. So, you know, I hope so, man. The world loved it. Yeah. And the world's hating on the Eternals right now. So, big. That's time. the main. Like, the minute it's over, I'm going to message you, Griffin, and harass you, Ben. Like, what the fuck? I man? can't believe you like this. God, garbage! God Put it in the trash and everything else. Fine, I'll just go jump off a bridge. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I have a weird guess on the Eternals' hate. Hear me out. It's too far fetched. Two, two and a half hours. I think they go full balls to the wall comic book movie, and it's just too much for some people. Yeah. I feel like there's with with ten fucking main that. characters, with ten people, with ten main characters, a lot of shit's gonna happen that it's just gonna be we ain't gotta explain shit because yeah, comic yeah. movie, you know. I'm down with that. Yeah, cut cut the chuffa, get to the get to the crazy. Well, and not only that, but like a lot of people's like, well, this movie all it is is world building, and I'm sitting here thinking like. That's all the Eternals ever were, was world building for the sake of world building for whatever, insert whatever major events coming up that they can, you know, pull the Eternals into it and use them as a way to basically like shoehorn all of this in through time. Hmm. Oh, two and a half hours of world building or that five minute clip after the credits. So, but here's the thing. Um, so I'm looking at IMDb. So you know how you got the audience score and then like the movie reviewers. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. The people that this is their job. So that's where the bad score is coming from. The movie reviewers, it's 46. The audience score is 80%. So. Damn, that's pretty good. Well, you know, whenever you look at an IMDb thing, it only shows you, you know, the little tomato meter thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's only 314 reviews coming in at 46. That's 5,000 plus verified ratings on that 85%. So. Uh, I know two two co-workers who went and watched it, two, two or two separate, you know, situations. Both came back at me and were like, it was good. The other person was like, it's a lot of movie. I mean, let's go. Which, it's yeah, you know. Angelina Jolie in it. What do you expect? And some high, you know. You will lick the shit off yeah. of my booty. Off of my eternal booty. <laughs> well, I mean, so. we got we got a timeline that's going a thousand years before everything. We got a current one. Like, it just seems like it's going to be breakneck speed, getting a lot of stuff out of the way. And I'm down for one like yeah, dude. that. Feed the beast. We don't need 15 minutes of, we got to hold out here. Why? Because you're not quite ready to do the final fight yet. Yeah. We got to like, do a side mission. I'm excited to watch it, man. So, I mean, hopefully next episode will be Marvel centric. I'll come in with a, uh, you know, with a pre-eternal rating, you know? Oh, you're going to go see it. Yeah. This oh, okay. weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to hold off my big return to the theater. I'm going to go, I'm going to hold off for Spider-Man. I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to go watch Ghostbusters as well. Yeah. Now, if now Griff, if you come back and you're like, yo, Eternals 10 out of 10, I might course correct and try to catch it before it does leave theaters. Right. Cause I, I do, I do hate that. I didn't watch Dune in theaters. I I, should have went and watched it. Shit, it should still be playing. It is. But you've already it's seen it playing. now, so. Yeah. It's still playing in Scottsboro if you wanted to go watch it. Because I was looking at the times earlier to see, you know, what the weekend was looking like. Because we're looking at, like, all right, this is like some shinfo. But anyway, shouldn't have to work Saturday. And the store closes at 3. So we're going to try to, like, set everything up to where we can leave the store and go eat because you know the mom wants to get together and eat you know on saturday and i was like okay so if we can hit it right maybe we can be at the movies by like five thirty or 6 if there's a 6 you know five thirty six o'clock showing we can go ahead and hit that up you know what i mean yeah be home be home before the fucking kids get out mm-hmm. you know that's what i'm hoping for but you know we'll see <laughs> we'll see what we'll other see people what have planned yeah, exactly. That's usually right. what happens to my plans. Yeah, line up with everybody what... else's, and it's like fuck. Yeah, yeah. Which I talked, like I said, I talked to my brother earlier, and I was like, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool to go watch it, and I'm like, all right. So, um, at least that should line up, but we'll see. I don't know. I know I don't want to be out until fucking midnight no. on Saturday night watching a movie. You know, I mean, no, a new uh... update happened, so. So yeah, uh, ten rings, right? Let's do it. Yeah, ten rings. I'm excited. Man. I'm ready. Hell yeah! Next week checks in the mail. 